If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We are uncensored. Oh, three red lights. Yeah. that's right. right. That means this is the fucking three red lights podcast. We have an email about that. Too, Can I say anything I want at all? Anything you want. Okay. Wow. This is the Oops. place to re- get it off your chest. Uh, welcome, everybody. Before you even start, <laughs> We're, uh, I'm going to actually mention this will be the first email I'll read. This is amazing. Okay. okay. Good. We got some good emails. Welcome, everybody, to the three red lights podcast. I'm your guest host, Damon Hatfield. Eric Brudvig is out at an event in Vegas this week. Uh, so I'll be stepping hmm, in. What kind of over. events would make sense to be held in a Vegas? I don't area? know. Are there any sort of any upcoming games that have anything at all to do with Vegas? Yeah, is there a know. new Vegas game coming out? I don't know. Out? I don't, I don't know, know that there is. It's probably Pokemon. It's probably finally <laughs> this is Vegas, right? That, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. It's finally yeah. seeing slot machine wars. <laughs> uh, Charles Anet is here. Hi. Trust us, he's here. Even if he doesn't <laughs> want to say anything. Sorry. Yeah, I am. I am here. I'm back from uh, back from a trip overseas that I can talk oh, about. Overseas is. I guess Hawaii counts as overseas. It's over half of a sea. Yeah, <laughs> it's oversea. Part of sea. <laughs> it's true. Hillary Goldstein is here. Yeah. If there was a giant volcano that exploded between, uh, you know, the West Coast and Hawaii, you wouldn't be able to fly there. So I think. It I was actually worried about that. I didn't know if that uh, the the silicates or whatever they're called that are that are in the air from the Icelandic <laughs> volcano. Is it still like an enemy from a video? Yeah, like a, a cyborg. <laughs> yeah. I believe or like nanomachines. It sounds like nanomachines. Yeah. I believe they're in Gradius or Deus Ex. I can't remember. <laughs> I was, the, more, the more people talk about the volcano and even the the name of the freaking volcano, it just sounds like a comic book, right? It does. It's like Doctor Doom has blown up this. like, <laughs> And now the Avengers can't get across the Atlantic. To Iceland. <laughs> yes. It's definitely a supervillain lair. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan Geddes is also here. He's visiting this week from Seattle. I am here. I didn't even get Hi. introduced. I did. What I did. I said. Hillary memory, Goldstein, your right? memory has been really weird so. today. <laughs> Hillary is running on very little sleep. Yeah. I, I am think. running. I'm going to blame a massive it. amount of lack of. I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> running on a massive amount of lack of sleep. So I have so much, much lack of sleep. <laughs> like a lack of sleep was a quantity of something. I have a massive you amount have of ten it. of them. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. So I know Hillary is very excited to get to our emails this week. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. We, so we let's, let's talk about. So let's get through our. Let's let's, let's get to some topical let's get current to the events. Boring stuff. Current event stuff. Ryan, uh, probably most significantly, you've played the Halo Reach beta. That's most significant in terms of everything I've done, or everything in your that's life. Just happened lately. The most su- significant accomplishment in your life. I was thinking in just the entire timeline of mankind. Yeah, basically. so like year zero was like just a, a primordial soup, and, and then in 2010, Ryan played. and then there's going to be like spacefaring, yeah. like humans. Like, I think and silicates. I think it would be great yeah. if one of our readers actually gave us sort of like an actual timeline of important events leading up to the playing of the Halo Reach beta. Yeah, and then. Just just slot Halo Reach Beta at the end uh, and tell us anything important that might have been in between. So, like, Dawn yes. of Mankind, Halo came out, and then Halo Reach Beta. I think that's basically it. I mean, it's not a very complicated timeline. Yeah, and then you can put you can put Halo Reach actually coming out at the very end of the timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, I played Halo, the Halo Reach Beta, and mm-hmm. uh, it was really good. So... All right, so that's all you have yeah, to say on that subject. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it's really good, huh? Yeah. That'll, yeah. that'll be on the timeline. It'll be, like, little bullet point to... To add like really a good. description and Somebody be like, asked it's really me good. Over Twitter, that uh, they asked me, "What now that you've played the Halo Reach beta, what would you, what score would you give it?" <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever thought about scoring a beta before. <laughs> uh, whose whole point is to like try and break it so that they can fix it. But anyway, yeah, so, I did play the beta. I spent I spent a few hours playing it. But uh, if you had to score it, yeah, on a scale, on a scale, of one, a scale of one to ten, I what would you score? Told it? that person that I would score it a one one seven. Nice. Because of the Master Chiefs. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's a lot to this. So do you guys have specific questions about the... Well, give us a gist. So the rest of... Our listeners are going to be able to play it on May 3rd. Yeah, May 3rd is when when it comes out. Um, There's four maps, uh, and there's four new modes, four new multiplayer modes, in addition to a lot of the old Halo multiplayer modes, like Slayer and King of the Hill and Capture the Flag and Free For All and stuff like that. There's also going to be Headhunter, which is a cool new objective-based mode, uh, Generator generator Defense, which is another objective-based mode, and a Capture the Flag kind of hybrid game called um, Stockpile which is also very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot has changed in the, in the reach beta from what we know from past Halo multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, this, people have been playing Halo three for three years now. Yeah, so a lot what's, is the, what's the big difference? Well, okay. From a, from a pure like logistical standpoint, the control scheme is totally, not totally different, but is markedly different now. So there's no more dual wielding and you have these armor powers that you activate by hitting the left bumper. So, uh, you no longer melee with um, the B button. You melee with the right bumper. What? Yes, I know. Your your mind just got blown. The look on your face is the look that I had when they told me that. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? So the B button switches your grenades now. The left bumper activates your powers. Left trigger sh- fires off your grenades. Right trigger fires. So, I mean, it definitely takes some getting used to. Okay, okay so that needs to be added into the timeline. Whenever that, okay. that, whenever <laughs> that decision <laughs> yeah. was made. Just, somebody who was making this, just make a ballpark guess at when Bungie decided to do that. And so, put that on the timeline. Yeah, that's the fourth thing on the timeline <laughs> yeah. of, of all mankind. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and so and so because they had to do that because of these armor abilities, which are another big thing. So now there's no more items on the map. You're not picking up bubble shields. You're not picking up uh, over shields and power drain stuff like that. You have a choice of either when you load out at the beginning of a, of a match, you can you can choose active camo. You can choose sprint. You can choose jetpack, 
or you can choose a, a lockdown power, who's exactly which is same, a I huge change because previously every it was always about picking up power ups and yes. that knowing where the power ups were going to be mm-hmm. on the map and being the guy who kind of got there quickly and stuff. Yep, and it brought a, a sense of randomness to that. Like you would you would race towards that overshield and you'd find out it's not there, and then you got to make another decision. So or, they almost did do like a, a class based system. Yeah, now. but but, yeah. It, but like it has also brought a level of spawn camping, like not but camping as well because if you knew yeah. the important places where people went for weapon pickups or for you know those power-ups then it's like people who were experienced would actually just wait for them sit around and wait for them and basically pick them off yep yeah and you can't you can't do that anymore i mean it's it's a totally it, it totally changes that that aspect of the game um and these powers that have some really interesting uh sort of tactical uh implications so the 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 lockdown uh, so, for example, when you when you lock yourself down, you go into an almost well an invincible state. So, for a certain amount of time, however long you're holding that button down, and you can only hold it down for so long, they all time out and have to recharge. When you're holding that down, no one can get you. Like they can fire at you, they can fire grenades at you, they can hit you with the vehicle, they can't hurt you. So, it's really useful for like capture points, right? So, if you lock yourself down in a capture point, no one can fire at you, and if you're trying to hold that point, it's it's great for that. So, you got things like that. You got the jetpack, which you can totally totally changes how you get around in the game if you have the jetpack on. Uh, so anyway, you got that. And then you got new weapons like the plasma, uh, the plasma launcher, which is like a grenade launcher, except it except has plasma I have, grenades. I have a question about the jetpack. Yeah. Can if somebody's flying around the jetpack, can I target the jetpack and destroy it when it's on their back or no? They're just like no, you're just, doing damage to them. You're just killing them. You're not you're not hurting their. Can't make the jetpack explode so they fall to their death. No, I mean you just have to shoot them down. The interesting thing about the jetpack is that it does make an, a distinctive noise, so you can hear it when somebody's does coming up like- behind you. <laughs> no, you're thinking, of, you're thinking of the boat propeller. Boy, that's a very that's, small boat. That's not in the beta. That's coming out. That's coming out later. Uh, yes, it sounds like that. But these about, sound designers worked for yeah, years on yeah, perfecting that effect. Kudos to the sound designers over at Bungie. Uh, that's why you're an audio expert, man. Uh, so yeah, the, so that you can you can definitely you can definitely hear the jetpack coming. Off, right? uh, and also, what's interesting too is the jetpack is the only armor ability that you can actually see on somebody. I like, I like by the way that you need the jetpack sound because if some, I saw something fly overhead, I'd be like, what? I can't tell. Is that guy wearing a jetpack? He's just, he's just running in the air. No, but it helps with assassinations, right? Because if these, somebody's coming up behind you and you hear that jetpack sound, <laughs> you, like, you, better, you better turn around because one of the... <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, you really raised the bar here since I've been gone and on the red light. It's all I'm farting sorry. Are we not taking Halo Reach seriously enough for you? <laughs> Dear idea, you made a mockery of my favorite game on three red lights. Yeah. Anyway, so there's the look. So you got the jetpacks. You got a bunch of new weapons. And the difference between Spartans and Elites, right? That's a huge. Right. Now change. most of the most of the stuff in Reach is Spartan versus Spartan. They're really encouraging, like people to play as Spartans, so you only play as elites in a couple of game modes modes in the beta, uh, one of which is the generator defense mode, and the other is the uh, invasion, which is like a big, like large-scale, multi-tiered, objective-based game type. Uh, and the elites, yeah, the elites, like, so in past Halo games, like, the elites looked different, but they behaved exactly the same, they were powered exactly the same. Here, uh, the elites are bigger, they're stronger, they have, he- they have heavier shields, um, but the Spartans can move quicker 
and a little, little bit more agile. Although the elites can do that. You know, in the campaign, when the elites do that, like, somersault to the side move to get away from you, it's really annoying. Well, if you play as an elite in Reach beta, you can actually do that move now if you choose that armor ability as an elite. Do, does your, do your loadouts change based on whether Spartan or Elite, or can they both use the same weapon, same equipment? There are different weapon loadouts because, yeah, you, as, yeah. A, as an elite, you spawn with elite weapons or covenant weapons instead of, you know, UNSC weapons. So there's, like, um, you know, you might use the, the needle rifle. There's a there's a new needler that's essentially a rifle. You could spawn with that instead of say the uh, you know assault rifle. So for for the needler rifle, like do you only need to hit someone with like a few shards for them to yes. do the detonation? Yes. Okay. You, you, but you have to you know you have to actually get hits with a certain number of them in a row. And I, I don't know how many it is, but it definitely does have that same explosion effect. And it, it has that kind of gentle tracking that that the needler has. It's not like a like a lock on, but it'll kind of gently track if you get enough of them in, su- in so, so succession. An important question: uh, gravity. Hand- is it in the beta? It is in the beta. Yeah, Amazatron. And then uh, I was reading when I was reading your preview, uh, you, you have to actually get somebody's shield down before a melee attack will actually kill them. Is that right? Yes, you can't one hit kill somebody whose shields who even have a little bit of shields left. So you have to get their shield. Their, have to, their shields have to be all the way down. Then you can melee kill them. The only exception is if you can still assassinate somebody for, if you come up from behind and they have full shields and you hold down that that assassination button. It's another cool thing in Reach, you have assassination animations now that pull out to third person. So if you come back behind somebody, hold down the left bumper for a couple seconds, or it might be one second. Damon's getting bored. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go, keep going. <laughs> you hold it down for, for a second or two, and it actually goes into a, like a stabbing animation. Uh, if you're, if you're a, a Spartan, it's like a little, like a knife blade, and if it's an elite, it's an energy sword. So it's extra embarrassing if you're totally. the person getting killed. Yeah, it's absolutely humiliating and there's different animations depending on the situation so if you drop down on somebody with a jetpack the animation assassination the assassination animation is going to be different than if you just walk up behind them as an as a spartan another another important question that i think everybody wants to know man cannons in the maps yes there are man cannons in the map map man cannons are back so wait Uh, so i could man cannon and then turn on my jetpack Right? Yeah, you can. How amazing is that? That yeah. I can launch myself into the air with the man cannon and then just zip off like the rocketeer. You have to be careful with the jetpack, though, because... I'm just going to fly around singing in the map, <laughs> annoying the hell out of people trying to avoid getting hit. You're going to get so many credits. Oh, no, they man. award hu- the hugest credits for that. <laughs> okay. So you're going to be great. Uh, now, you have to be careful in the, in the jetpack, though, because you can take fall damage in the reach beta. So. Whoa! Oh, that's actually huge news too. Yeah, I mean, so if you if you don't feather yourself down on that jetpack as you come down, you will hurt yourself. I think How? that was the biggest complaint of the changes from the original Halo was getting rid of fall damage, mm-hmm. which I agree with because especially in Halo Two, a lot of it was we're going to put the best weapons in sort of precarious places. Yeah. But if you don't take fall damage from it, there's what's not the really yeah. what's the point of putting it on like a really thin ledge if it doesn't hurt you if you fail. So the thing is, I never once died from taking fall damage when I was oh, playing the beta. Well, yeah. You're pretty good. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Because I made dumb falls. I was like, oh, I'm falling into like... Are you making that like sound? Giant cuts. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. That is good. So, I mean, I'm sure it will happen. It didn't happen to me. I'm sure it will happen. But it's not like a fall is an instant death. You just take damage. But speaking of damage, the other thing is that health packs are back. Uh, in Halo, so you if your shields get totally depleted and you're and then you get hit again, you'll start taking health damage, and you have to find health packs in the maps, just like ODST, in order to 
you know, stay healthy. Do those, those respawn stay. though? Like the health yeah. packs will come back after a little so, while again. So, that, I mean, that made me think of ODST, which the best part of that was clearly firefight mode. Now that's yeah. not in the beta, but did no. you get a sense that they're like that's definitely going to be a part of the Halo Reach package? I did not get a sense of that. No, I asked that question. To hell with you, yeah. sir. To hell with you. I, I asked that question. They didn't say. Um, also, like community tools wise, like we've got theater and save films are in the You're beta. You're a pretty big community tool. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, but they don't have uh, Forge. Forge will be in the game, but it's not in the beta. And they said there's some other community stuff coming with Reach, but, but they the, aren't talking uh, about the, it yet. The uh, recording functionality and going back in and yep. uploading your videos are in the beta. Yep. And I, I think the question we constantly get asked that we don't have the answer to is they didn't indicate how long the beta yeah, will last, right? It's funny. It's the first question people ask, like, how long will I be able to play it? Uh, but I, we don't know. Play, and play as quickly as you can. Yeah, get in, get out. Well, create, create lots of problems. You think so it's fair to, to say the, the beta will be open for more than half an hour? I don't know. Play it for more than half an hour. I would say flood the servers okay. right away and make sure you're all playing it for half an hour at once. But you ask me specifically <laughs> to ask to everybody, ask everybody to, to sign on at exactly the same time. So, I mean, I I think that they should leave the beta open quite honestly until the game comes out. Mm. Like that, they should let people keep playing it and be invested in it and not stop playing it. And then the day that the game comes out, they said beta shut down. If you want to play this, you got to buy the game. Yeah. Because if I had been playing it that long for like six months. Uh, the minute that the game comes out, there's no way I'm going to go like, well, I'm done with the beta. I'd be like, I've been playing this for six months. I have to. I'll mm. pay $2 million for this game. <laughs> $2 million. Wow. $2 million. That would be a pretty good I'm really return. excited about Reach. I, I can't Me too. Wait. Um, it's fun. Well, did they give an indication of, of how much uh, things in the game could change while the beta is actually going on? Like, could like oh, major yeah, elements stuff like that's in the beta is going to be in the game? It's all exclusive to the beta. It's yeah, actually going to be a, a top-down side-scrolling shooter. <laughs> top-down, side-scrolling It's isometric. Uh, well, I mean, from what we saw in the Halo 3 beta, uh, when the, you have the matchmaking stuff going, they actually will change up that matchmaking just to test out some other stuff and with feedback and stuff to just kind of throw some and some of the And ma- some of what they're testing is actually for the campaign, too, like yeah. uh, Network Test 4 or whatever. And, is. and also, like, I mean, this is a way bigger beta than they had for Halo 3, not just in terms yeah. of the number of people, because there are 3 million people who have Halo ODST who could get access to the beta. We don't think all of them will. Maybe 299, 2,999,000, whatever. But one guy won't do it. Anyway, uh... <laughs> But, I mean, like, you know, the Halo 3 one was three maps and I think, like, three modes. I mean, it was it was pretty light. Yeah. And and there's so much and more. And one of those maps was Snowbound, which nobody liked. I like Snowbound. I, I also like Snowbound. I oh, go to hell. <laughs> nobody, li- nobody liked it originally. I remember nobody would ever play it in the uh, People beta. just don't like snow. You know, it makes them feel cold. It crunches. It reminds <laughs> them of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of other stuff to this. Go read the go now, read the preview the on IGN because there's a ton of stuff. Now, Ryan, a, a fun fact. Well, a fun fact about your your Halo Reach beta preview that yes. you wrote on IGN. You actually had to invent two words to describe the Covenant plasma launcher, didn't you? What? No, I didn't it's make up any words. Car- cartilaginous protuberances. <laughs> cartilaginous <laughs> have been repurposed to do blah, blah, blah. And protuberances. No, I think that's like this a... is like the first time that we've actually had to invent words to describe a, Michael Thompson a weapon Thompson invents in game. words all the time. Yeah, but nobody, nobody listens to that guy. I'm trying to get him to use the word sexromorph in an article, but he's so far. Is that like an alien who really likes doing stuff? Is that basically what that is? Doing stuff? Is that the Canadian phrase for having sex? Of course. (laughs) 
Oh, we can say fucking now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah. Well, unless, you, unless you're in Canada. <laughs> well, yeah. Come on now. Anyway, there's tons of matchmaking changes, too. They're making changes to the voting system. You can prioritize by how what kind of connection you want for your friends list. There's, like, this auto-queuing system where you can join games immediately after your friends stop. There's tons of stuff they're changing to the matchmaking, too. So How do, how do the jetpack burns actually work? Like, is it... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? So you, all all armor powers. Well, like, is, is, it, is it like but... really limited, or can you yeah. actually jetpack for quite quite a while? Well, like... so all the armor powers they have like a little circle in your HUD, and you it's like got a little line around it that as you're using that power, it's depleting, and they all have the same size circle, right? So you kind of get to know like how long you can hold down that power, whether it's sprint or jetpack or whatever. And so, like, wait, so if I'm flying really high with the jetpack and I run out of power and then I fall, I will take fall damage. No, from that. because here's the cool thing. It's not the kind of power where you deplete it and then you have to wait 30 seconds for it to 100% recharge again so that you can use it again. It's always trying to recharge itself. So if you go really high and you let off the, you run out of juice and you let off the trigger and you start falling, it'll automatically start building up again, your, your ability to use it, and then you can use it at the halfway point if you want to and start feathering yourself down with it. So now I realize that I want to fly around singing and then whenever somebody thinks they got a lock on on me, I'm just going to let go totally. and start free-falling. Yeah. And then right when I'm about to hit the ground, I'll just zip it up again and then start singing again. Yeah. yeah. Start <laughs> singing again. Not, you're what? not going to bring a gun in to the battle at all? <laughs> or you're just, just going to sing. What are you going to sing? <laughs> you're like... I don't know yet. That's uh, a great question. Well, I said two more weeks to figure it out. <laughs> I might sing My Blue Heaven. Uh, that'd be good. Too. Oh, that's that'd good. Be good. Also, uh, how many Master Chiefs are in the game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are hidden Master Chiefs throughout each map. Uh, Is there I, a Master Chief gun? <laughs> there, there are Master Chiefs are the new skulls, so you have to collect okay. Master Chiefs. And I, I'm not at liberty to say where they are. You're gonna have to find them. You know, it'd be a great mode. Is they should have uh, the race mode, but you should be racing from the Covenant, glassing the planet. So as oh. the planet is slowly being destroyed, you've got to outrun the destruction. That's sad. So, in addition to Slayer and all the like capture modes, is there also a kart racing mode? No, I mean we all know Microsoft's first Halo game is going to be a Halo kart racer. Okay, so yeah, it's going to be like a little elite in a in a kart, like <laughs> super deformed elite. <laughs> yes, driving around Halo party jets and j- with jets with a Z. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh. Sorry, Microsoft. Uh, Charles, so last week when you were overseas, you're at Captivate. Oh yes, I was there in was, Hawaii. Yes, it was in. It was a very luxurious, uh, I guess, event. first question. lavish, luxurious. Money hat. Did you run into any smoke monsters in Hawaii? I did not run into any smoke monsters, although I did run into. Well, I didn't run into. I walked past uh, the actor who plays Jen. I don't actually know his name. True Boston. or false? I read that he is in fact a sex remorph. <laughs> you <laughs> is know what? That true. I didn't bring that up. Uh, that was the second question I was going to ask. <laughs> okay. The first was, "Are you Jin?" Which would would have been a terrible question. <laughs> so, so he was just walking down the street. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like walking to the elevators in the hotel, and he was walking out to the the ocean area, like mm. the deck and stuff. And yeah, it was totally. So true. was he staying at your hotel? I, you he, I I don't know. You, I mean, I assume he, he must have. Was he staying in your room? <laughs> no, not that I'm aware of. I mean, I was blind well, drunk hard, the whole time. Well, so it's, I, I was gonna <laughs> say it's hard. To, it's hard to know with a necromorph around. A I sexromorph. Mean, a sexromorph. Is whatever. that sexromorph. necromorph from uh, Dead Space? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sex remorph, yes. What were the guys in uh, in that Vin Diesel sci-fi thing? Um, By the way, are sex topless so, when you have sex with a bunch of girls? Hot girls? Uh, six so, girls, yes. Okay. 
I totally don't remember what that Vin Diesel movie was. There was a video game, what? Escape from Butcher Bay. Was yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. R- Chronicles Riddick. of Riddick. Riddick. Yeah, Chron- yeah. There were, uh, it was like Necro... Were there necro- Sexromorphs oh, in it? Ne- no, Necromongers. <laughs> <laughs> the- no way. Yes, they, they were the bad guys. Necromongers? Well, they shall henceforth be, be known as Sexromongers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, so you saw a bunch of stuff there, Charles. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw a bunch of stuff, aside from Jin, which was very exciting. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the big thing was... Did you get was, hands-on time with Jin? No, I think I probably would have gotten carted off for that one. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, they... they didn't really show off uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but that did get announced, which everyone was was very excited about. Hey. Yeah, I mean, the, the trailer's up on the site. Well, Geddes is, is shrugging meh. at me and saying meh and making jetpack oh. sound effects. <laughs> so many jetpacks in here. Um, but uh, it, they basically just showed a trailer that, I mean, uh, basically showed off that the game would look better than Marvel vs. So, Capcom 2. Amazing factoid about Marvel vs. Capcom 2. So people don't know this, but the, basically for a while... It was illegal to produce that content, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, like after it came out, because they had a big contract dispute with Marvel, uh, Capcom did, and they lost the rights to even republish it. So a couple of years ago, if, you, if they even had the, a copy of the game in the Capcom office, it had to be destroyed because they were so paranoid about getting sued by Marvel. It was very bad. They had a very bad relationship for a long time. And then it got fixed when they put uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 out on XBLA hmm. and last year, and now they've got... Three, so everything's happy again. Yeah, and this is this is not like a download like Marvel vs. Capcom two. It'll be a full like retail game. Like, oh, really? Um, yeah, it's it's a disc based game, so it's going to be. Is like this a, a new thing. game? Yeah. So previously there was no Marvel vs. Capcom three. No. Okay, I didn't. Know. Yeah, yeah. They they're, just they're, they have they haven't had one in ten years, and that's because of the contract dispute. Said, with doesn't Marvel, Disney so. own Marvel now? Didn't Disney buy a comic company? We don't making seem, that up? I don't see, we don't seem to have an answer for that. For that. So <laughs> okay. we probably shouldn't I make ourselves look an any more ignorant that. than um, we are. I, I look ignorant, not you guys, if I'm wrong. But I thought, I thought that <laughs> well, I heard... Well, it's a I podcast, heard. so you just sound ignorant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, people there were excited. They've only got about, uh, like, I think they said 30 characters in the game now, which sounds like a lot. But like Marvel vs. Capcom 2 had like over 50 characters in it. Oh, And man. they say it's taking a while to put each character in because... Um, of the new technology. They're using, like, uh, MT Framework stuff, which is in, like, Lost Planet 2, um, and, like, they're, they're pretty games, like RE5. Um, so hopefully it looks it looks pretty awesome. But, yeah, they really didn't say much about, like, so, how the game actually plays. It sounds like, like, it sounds like they could, you can confirm that there is technology in the game. There's definitely... It's full of technology. Full of technology. <laughs> there will be some degree of fullness it's of gonna technology. Use, it's going to use the Tony Hawk ride board peripheral, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they had something that looked strangely board-like wrapped up behind the, the display. That maybe they held off on that one. Confirmed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's something we're going to hear more about, sort of in the next, you know, couple months or something. Just because they didn't like give a lot of gameplay specifics. Like they that wasn't playable there. They didn't have it there. It was not just... playable. They just showed a video and talked in a very vague uh, manner about it. Like mm-hmm. they wouldn't even confirm if it was like two or three-person teams that you'd be fighting on. Uh, so a lot of the stuff we just we don't know yet, but they are making it, and it's supposed to come out uh, like in spring 2011, allegedly. Around the same time that Bionic Commando Rearmed 2 will arrive. Oh my god! <laughs> they are also making that. One. Oh, that's how it works. Bob Wait, so Bell is a big th- fan. That, yeah, Bob Bell is well. Apparently, Bob Bell has just gotten a ton of votes for us even mentioning <laughs> Bionic Commando. Did he just get votes from <laughs> Bionic Commando? Glad yes, we I could believe help. so. Glad we could help. Right, yeah. Anything we can do to get Bob Bell up the political ladder, I mean. 
Yeah, and that game they showed like nothing on. They just showed a trailer. That's that's all that happened with it's that coming. game. Um, so it's in development. Yeah, it's coming out. Uh, the trailer showed something amazing. Well, yes, ma- major major change for the franchise. Huge innovation. You can jump. Jumping confirmed. I think that's a huge point of contention for fans. Well, for I mean, Hillary, you're a, you're a big Bionic Commando fan. Like you like the rearmed a lot. I do not think they need to add jumping into that game. So I, I am of the belief that the, the purity of the game is that you use the arm for everything and that jumping sort of takes a little bit away from that. That was what kind of made the game special. You didn't need to jump because you just use your arm to grab onto something and pull yourself up. Well, is it that it'll make the game like easier? Because that, that series is I like... Oh, I don't think it'll make the game easier. I th- okay. think if anything, it'll, I think it'll make the game harder because it'll be less predictable. Like, I think you learn, like, what the limitations are and what you do and use the arm for. And I think once you start adding jumping into the mix, like, it's just, like, an extra factor of, so, for the platforming, when you have to mix jumping and heights and elevation and how that affects swings, I think it's actually going to make it kind of tougher to judge what your arm is going to be doing. But don't you just, you just move the platforms a little bit higher up, right? <laughs> yeah. It'll be the same thing. Now you, you just, just have to jump to reach hi- that platform, slightly higher, higher platform. platform right? I thought the trailer looked like... Dumb. Dumb? Wow. <laughs> it was dumb. It was just like a guy jumping. I mean, it was, it was a, <laughs> what a fucking waste, seriously. But what I did like about it was the, It was innovative. Yeah, what I liked about the... But, I mean, the trailer did show the backgrounds which looked really cool. Yeah. And I thought that, the you know, if you haven't played uh, the first Bionic Commander Rearmed, they added... They, they created one level from scratch. So they remade all the old levels, just made them look prettier and kind of fussed just a little bit with some placement of stuff. Mm-hmm. But... Pretty pure, but the last level on the airship was they added a completely new section that didn't exist before. Spoilers. And spoilers, yeah. And that actually was really, that was like the funnest, most fun part of the game. Uh, so it's, I think they have a, they definitely have the ability to kind of pull something off and make it cool. I'm excited. This is a long way off, though. Even the developer Grin is yeah. no longer around. But it's being handled by uh, uh, Fat Shark. Fat Shark, which apparently has former members from Grin. That's, that's what, that's, that's like, what we yeah. believe. Uh, possibly. I know the the guys who worked on Rearmed, some of them at least went off and formed another studio. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. They are, uh, according to the fact sheet, uh, they are making an entirely new soundtrack from, I believe, it was Simon Vicklin who did the the first soundtrack. I believe the Rearmed or yeah for Rearmed. Okay. Which was awesome. Yes, yeah. which was amazing. So hopefully the soundtrack is is really good as well. Nice. Um, but yeah, I thought one of the coolest things I saw there was the tournament mode for Street Fighter. I know. Yeah, I don't know. you like that? Yeah. So Street uh, Fighter comes out next week. Super yeah. Street Fighter Four. When yeah, does and the I mean, tournament mo- mode come out? Uh, the tournament mode doesn't come out until I believe it's like June fifteenth. So oh, it's like I totally thought that was a joke question. No, no, it's like staggered, right? Like, <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't it, realize it, that. It's a free download, though, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yes, it's a free download. So you can, if you buy Super Street Fighter Four, you can still get the tournament mode for free when it's made available. But it sounds like one of those things where they just didn't like have enough time to get it into the actual game for for launch. And I mean, I asked or them, are they do? Is this part of that new sort of trend of making sure people buy the actual game so that when they want to get the mode by the, by the game new? Yeah. Buy the game new so that you can't buy a get a used copy and then download the tournament mode. Uh, that's a good point, and I don't actually know how they're going to handle that. I mean, if you well, had... actually, I mean, the easy way to find out is uh, 
You just got retail copies of uh, Super Street Fighter 4. Yes. I don't know if you – did you notice was there a slip with a code for a download token? I didn't see anything like that. So, I mean, the way that this stuff works, right, with the whole idea of you have to you have the original copy of the game was that they would include the token with the original copy. Yep. You would use that, and then you would be able to download stuff free. That's how they do Battlefield, for example. And like if, hey, if, ODST is exactly. the same way. But if they don't include that, then most likely it's just going to be a download that comes out for free on Xbox Live that anybody could download. So apparently Capcom doesn't know how to force people to buy it. I mean, that, that'd be my guess. We don't know for sure, yeah. but that would, that would be my assumption. Okay, well, I mean, that that could very well be it, but it just seemed to me like this was just something they maybe didn't have time to, to get like functioning properly. Although it was working, they did a tournament at the event, um, and it's just basically like, you can do team battles like four on four in Super Street Fighter Four in the retail version, like when you buy the game. Um, but tournament mode adds like actual brackets, so it, it's like you know you move through a bracket progression with eight, four or eight players. Um, so it should actually be pretty cool. And like Capcom saying they're going to offer up like uh, like special belts for for special tournaments that you can only get by winning a bracket tournament. They should That's offer cool. sashes. 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 Sausage. Did you just get mailed a sausage? Like, you, this has you, been in the mail for two weeks. Did you win the tournament, Charles? I wasn't in the tournament. I didn't realize the way it was oh, set up. I didn't realize you're like drunk on the beach. God. I was so Bleh. vomiting everywhere. Yeah, you could have totally impressed Jin. Hey, come on, watch me win this tournament. <laughs> I'm pretty good at Street Fighter. Like we, we pretty... just immediately calls the cops on me. <laughs> I, I believe we've established that game journalists in general are just terrible at games. So you probably could have won. Yeah. Uh, I don't know because they had people from their their uh, like Unity blog there. Oh, as well, ringers, so, yes. ringers, they call them. Um, but I don't know. I thought that was that was pretty exciting. I'm a pretty big Street Fighter fan, so I will probably still be playing that by the time the tournament mode comes out. And you also got to check out uh, the co-op mode in Dead Rising 2. Yeah, yeah, Dead Rising so, 2. Yeah, so the word on the street is that Dead Rising 2 maybe isn't it, it's looking, looking It's amazing. looking a little shaky right now. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I, I played I heard it. that it's the worst game ever made. <laughs> that's what I... That's the word. I don't know what street you're hanging out on, but that's the... <laughs> but, <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, I know the game's still under development and everything, but yeah, it's looking kind of. Like, so, what score would you give Dead Rising Two at this point, Ryan? Right now? Yeah, you, score it right now. <sighs> Based on never having seen the game and knowing nothing about it, what would you give the game? I don't know, a one. Yeah, <laughs> pretty bad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna level with you, man. It is really fucking bad. All right, well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like, no, I, I have not seen the game. I've heard, anything about I've it. I've heard you and Arthur talk about yeah. Dead Rising uh, 2. Uh, here's a quote from uh, Arthur Geese's uh, Dead Rising 2 co-op impressions article on IGN. He says, co-op so far is, well basic. The lion's share of development work appears to have gone into getting the feature working rather than making it distinctive, and to that end, Dead Rising 2 appears to be mostly successful. Oh, so, so that's not even mostly it's working? Not, it's not unique, but it almost works. <laughs> well, that's, like, the build they showed off was kind of, like, shaky. Like, the frame rate wasn't so great, and, like, there, it was buggy and stuff, but it's an in-development build, sure. so, I mean, that does happen. Um you know, so I mean, terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, so who knows? It's just some of the, some of the things that concern me is like they showed off some of the cutscenes, and it doesn't seem to have the the same kind of uh, personality as the first game did. Because I thought the first game like was actually an, a, an extremely like. You're really well, boring, Damon, right now. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. No, it's just that time of the afternoon is all. You're it was, it was an extremely like well done version of like Dawn of the Dead. Like it, yeah. and it, I didn't expect that, but it actually like had a point and it meant something, which was cool. Like and and very unexpected. Whereas this game, it just seems more concerned with 
there were like boobs everywhere, and there's so much like. Oh, oh, uh, oh, wait, 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 oh, wait a minute! Now back up there. Back up there. This sounds interesting. It just it seems more concerned with the the over the top elements than than making a point. So the le- which the, the first thing- game I mean, and it's still tons of gore in all the games and everything. The I thing that, that annoyed but- me and other people about Dead Rising was the time mini game stuff where you had to like do stuff like within a certain amount of time, and or else you you know have to go all the way back, and it was like kind of killed the progression of the game. They still me. have a seventy two hour clock in the game. So okay. there's still the like you know you're on a you're on a deadline for for the actual progression through the game. But I, as far as I could tell, there were multiple save slots. So it's not just that's, like you have to keep cool. overriding okay. the same. Yeah, thing. I don't mind the the fact that there's t- if there's a time limit or whatever. It's just like it's so punish. <laughs> it was so punishing. I almost imagine they'd have multiple save slots, but you could only use one of them. <laughs> but, so every time but you two save, of them, like, them are DLC. Yeah. How do you so. use the other save slots? Mm, not good. No, you can't use them. We just want you to know they're there. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought one of the cool things about the game is just that you can you can uh, like combine items. So if you find a battery and you find a rake, you can go to a, a a workbench and actually combine the battery and the rake to make an electric rake. And then you can run around with an electric rake and kill stuff. Now I know you can pick up dildos in the game. Can you combine a dildo with a battery to make a vibrator? <laughs> That's very sensible. I'm sure that could. <laughs> that I'm what sure if that you could found work. a red herb and a green <laughs> herb? Could you combine those together to make? Like a reddish greenish herb. <laughs> so here's my here's my problem because I played Dead Rising at like the Microsoft X10 uh, event that they had a couple months ago. It was like the single player, but uh, I did have an area where they had lots of different uh, sort of items that you can combine. And I think the thing I always have an issue with is that it's it's so artificial. It's like we have these sort of like these specific sets of uber weapons, and you will find these specific types of items to create these in, that fit into this like whatever thirty sets of weapons we've created. Whereas what you really want at this point in gaming is that I could just naturally like that the physics would work that I could naturally attach one thing to another thing and just see how it works. Like if you're gonna make a sandbox kill game, I feel like the like the thing that's gonna get people excited and keep doing stuff and keep talking is that if you actually made it so that we could just sort of make like, like just come up with the craziest crap we could think of and it would just sort of work. Even if it just totally didn't yeah. like, do And anything. can that like, game I'll, I'll, be I'll, called Sandbox Kill Game? Because <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> great. That, that, that like, like, imagine, right, you loved uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, yeah. right? Which was all about just doing whatever, like, just trying out stuff that would half the time wouldn't work to create vehicles and just yes. see what happened. And I feel like if you had that kind of a builder for weapons to kill zombies in and you just sort of like, just let it fly and whatever worked, worked, whatever didn't, didn't, I, to me, that, that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And like, that's not how it works in Dead Rising 2. Yeah. Like, you, it, you, there are only certain things that you can combine. You'll have like an icon that shows that they're uh, capable of being combined. But even once you get back to the workbench, it may not combine with what's already on the workbench. So you sort of have yeah. to run around and collect stuff to see if it'll work with the thing you're trying to like combine. So you can't just mash anything together. There's there are limits on that. Although I did make an electric chair. Um, and then it was like a wheelchair with a battery strapped to it. <laughs> Apparently, the battery is like the combine all. Like yeah. any, anything can be turned into electric version of this. But <laughs> but you can run around with the the wheelchair in front of you, and zombies fall into the chair and then get electrified as you're as yeah. you're running. I just did a very stupid hand motion the, while describing that. The best the one way. that I had made was um, you could take like a giant pole and then put uh, two chainsaws on either end, and then just it was a paddle for like a, an oar for a rowing, and you could put chainsaws on either end, and then just sort of like running around like chainsawing people with the two oars. Like, you're, you're making a stupid hand motion. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I was also doing the Natal version of that. <laughs> yeah, no mention, no mention of motion controls or anything like that at Captivate. Mm. 
All right, Hill, let's hear some of these amazing uh, emails. All right, these are probably going to be terrible now that I've said that they're amazing. Because I'm never in charge of emails, so it's always bad when I am. <laughs> There's a reason for that. But uh, what well, I was getting excited Eric, about before... Well, to be fair, Eric normally prints out emails and then doesn't read any of them because they're too long. So <laughs> That's true. I, I read parts of these, and they all seemed exciting. But this one excited me because I don't think we've ever gotten some uh, a person who had any significant position anywhere in the world to write in. Hmm. But this guy did. He's, I mean, his, his job location is in giant, bold red. So you know it's important. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. First, I'm going to read the email, and then I'm going to tell you where this guy works. Or I'll let you guess, and then how about that? So, Ethan Pfeiffer. Pi- Ethan Pfeiffer, this I think. Is a, he writes into GameScape a lot. I know, I know the name. I'm really fucking behind on IGN Podcasts. Like, I started listening at the TGS Dirty 30 GameScoops to begin my catch-up, and I just got to episode 137 of TRL, and I'm so fucking exciting, that's what he said, so fucking exciting, to have the swearing back. It just makes so much more sense for you dirty motherfuckers. I hope this continues and isn't a one-time thing to make me look stupid if you read it on the podcast. (laughs) Fuck you all, Ethan Piper. Where do you think Ethan works? I might know, but that's not really fair because I, I know this. You GameStop? Know. The U.S. Patent Office. MTV. Oh. He's a camera operator there, yes. isn't he? Yes. He is a teleprompter and deco operator. Oh. I thought that was impressive that somebody from MTV would write in and then just tell and us to, tell go us fuck, to fuck off. Well, I'm not. He's definitely giving a vote for Bob Bell. I, I'm, not ex- I'm not surprised somebody from MTV would tell us to fuck off. I'm just surprised they would write in and say they listen to the show. Hmm. Interesting. We finally made it, guys. Made the big Thank time. Oh, that was a pretty good start. Does MTV it? have VJs anymore? Is that girl Kennedy still on there? <laughs> <laughs> what about Martha Stewart? I don't Not think Martha Stewart. I don't think Martha Stewart. Holy shit. Yeah, we're doing Ethan, uh, feel free to send that idea yeah. up the uh, chain of command. Yeah, I think yeah. uh, Martha Stewart, Adam Curry, like, show would be oh. amazing. Adam Curry has, like, the worst fake long hair. You yeah, does he see. still have that? No, I think he's got, like, he's, you know, he's just like every heavy metal star where they eventually yeah, it's, uh, turn it down. I see. Well, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, the, way, tool. the way MTV does music now is it's just the reality shows, and then they play the music sort of in the background. In the background of the shows, yeah. That's yeah. Funny. Did you hear that new song by Blink-182 in the hills? I don't know. While those girls were prepping for their 16th birthday that, I don't know, is like, you know, at the G8 Summit or something. I watched the South Park. Their birthday's at the G8 Summit. I don't know. That's the sort of stuff they pull. They're like, yeah, they do that crazy. That's my sweet 16, right? Oh, okay. They have the crazy 16-year-old birthday parties. I just watched the South Park episode where Satan has his sweet 16. Have you seen that one? Yeah, that's great. Are there ponies? No. It's not. It's a good thing we have you on this podcast, Charles. Because Charles wrote in. This is from Charles from the Future. Which, by the way, if you want to write him, uh, Charles from the Future's email address is Cobb on the corn at Hotmail.com. <laughs> All right. So Charles from the Future writes in subject Canada wins gold, bitches. And the body is la 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 lols. <laughs> When was that written? I don't. I, I don't remember. Well, yeah, of course I don't remember writing that. Yeah. Yes. And yes. which games did, did? Is it like the 2012 games that? Canada yeah, I don't. Is that? Re, am I referencing future? Is that from four years in the future? I guess so. I guess four years from now, you guys are gonna win gold. Is it curling or hockey? They're equally important. <laughs> I, I just think maybe maybe you win all the gold. All of the maybe golds. Maybe won the golds. The golds. <laughs> won all the golds and just molded it into one. Maybe huge it's not gold. even an Olympic reference. Maybe you win gold in a game, like a, an MMO or something. Actually, maybe I you become say, a gold farmer maybe in the I'm, future. Because it's on all caps, maybe I'm reading this wrong and it doesn't have right, proper punctuation. Because it says Canada win gold, bitches. But maybe it's Can- <laughs> Canada gold win bitches? gold, bitches. Yeah. yeah. 
That'd be cool. I could go for some gold bitches up in here. Yeah. Let me. Wait, like solid gold? Charles, let me be the first to thank future you for bringing us gold bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, golden bitches are here. Everyone's happy. Oh, man. All right. Vincent Flores writes in about achievement points. Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, this That's how you know he doesn't listen. <laughs> I, I, I know this isn't 360 exclusive, but this show rarely is. I saw the story IGN posted about the president asking about a game being made to balance the budget. Upon this being the most boring game of all time, how many achievement points would you award for balancing the U.S. budget? Uh, I mean, it it depends. Is it a downloadable game or a retail game? I know. Game? If it's an XBLA game, it's going to be 200 points. Yeah, I mean, if it's a retail game, we can, <laughs> we can offer up to 1,000 well, plus no, maybe no, 500 no, more no, for no, DLC. See, that that no, could no, be no, a dangerous on. game because if nah. you start trying to balance the budget with it, then somebody's you know just not going to pay attention. There'll be some toxic achievement points in there, and then your total's just going to go down. And then you know Xbox Live's going to have to close down. and It won't be able to refund anyone their achievement points. <laughs> well, I, know, I was going to say, you wouldn't get a 1,000. So I think the idea is that, right, let's say it's a full retail game on balancing the budget. It's not like you, you can't get 1,000 points for one achievement. So the final achievement would be – that would be, it would just have to be one oh, of the okay. achievements. Yeah, so. There are rules. Xbox has rules. There's laws here. Okay. Okay, this is Xbox Live. This is the Wild West. So, <laughs> this isn't the PlayStation Network, okay? in the Wild West, you used to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, get achievement points. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna give you. I've seen it in Red Dead Redemption. That's true. Achievement gold. Wait, all at once? Yeah, this is the old. West. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to the West, boy. How, how awesome would a de- how, how awesome would a Deadwood a Xbox game be anyway? <laughs> no, there's jetpack. <laughs> well, that's what Red Dead Redemption is, right? Yeah, yeah, jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Red Dead Redemption is actually at the end. It's Nico, steampunk. Nico shows up in his DeLorean from the future, and, he, and he's like, "You need to come back with me." You'll never believe what the future is like. Who wrote, who sent in this question? Uh, Vincent Flores. Right, I, I need to apologize, to Vincent, because when Hilly first read your email, I thought it was a really dumb question, but now I think it's awesome. We've had a great time answering. <laughs> I, I still, for the record, I still think it's a dumb question. <laughs> Uh, Ethan Larson writes in Halo Reach Beta? Huh? The answer is yes. Yes, Yes, it is a beta. I'm writing in to ask about the upcoming Halo Reach Beta. Do you know if I will be able to play split screen in the beta on May 3rd? I always play split screen Halo 3 multiplayer with my bro, so hopefully this will be allowed in the beta. Thanks for your help, Ethan Larson. P.S. When I sat down to write this email, I sat on my left nut. <laughs> oh, oh. oh! If I don't have kids when I'm older, I'm going to blame you guys. However, this will make it into the podcast. Oh, hopefully this will make it into the okay, podcast. Okay, well, there you go. Wow. <laughs> so, well, I feel like if I were to like sit on that area wrong, I wouldn't be able to localize it to one ball or the other <laughs> yeah. that I sat on. It I kind of just... feel like sitting on your left nut should be called split-screening it. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, Wait. I totally split screen it. Oh, that, oh. that are tearing. Screen yeah, tearing. Screen tearing. tearing. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the answer to that question. There was, a, there was a question. Yeah, he was asking whether or not there'll be split screen in the beta. I oh. only saw it running in full screen, uh, so I don't know. Sorry. Will there be split pea soup in the beta? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it'll be will. just like that scene in The Exorcist. It's like you get a kill-tacular, and then it just vomits you drink it out of, soup all over you. drink it you. out of a, of a Spartan helmet. Will you be able to split-screen it in the beta? Yeah, by teabagging. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Teabagging is still, in the beta. In there? Yes, teabagging is there. Is there a combo teabag uh, jetpack? 
No, but I mean, I mean, it only makes sense that you would jetpack over somebody and slowly land yourself down into a crouch <laughs> over their head. As, I'm just so, saying, come on, Charles. There needs, please to, be try a, to, keep there needs to be a mid-air teabag, is, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm sure we'll see that in some safe films. Because if you kill somebody, let's say you're jetpacking by, somebody's jetpacking next to you, they get shot out of the air. You could drop while they drop uh, and teabag them in the air. So you can't do, get into the crouch animation while you're jetpacking, I don't think. I didn't try it. Or can you pee on people? <laughs> no, it's not Prince of Persia for we. <laughs> Here, I don't, I don't get it. But Wait, I, here, here's a question. We'll get it eventually. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. Just wait till that game comes out, and then rewind to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> here, I have a question. Yesterday, I played Blacklight Tango Down, yeah. which is an upcoming downloadable shooter for mm-hmm. XBLA. Looks very cool. Uh, but there's an achievement in there for teabagging somebody. Really? You, 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 the, I, the, I was playing the developers, and of course, the developers were kicking my ass. They shot me, came over and teabagged me, and they unlocked a tea party achievement. I was just wondering if that's the first game to offer a teabagging achievement. I, I, I might say yes. But here's the question. How do they know? I can t- Obviously, they know when you hit the crouch button. But how do they know what you're, that you're in proximity to a dead That's opponent? the magic of game design, right? Man, that's the a, future. That's next gen is what that is. <clears throat> that it is. It's like the shit. insane clown posse video. It's, it's magic. No. Sorry. All right, now this... everyone's staring at me like I'm terrible. <laughs> this is... Which I am. I mean, that's fair. This but... is one I believe Charles can answer. This is from anti-Bruce. So not Bruce, but anti-Bruce. Sorry, I know this is not your responsibility or anything, but do you do you know any really good comic book apparel sites? Wait, me? <laughs> yes. I, I don't. Well, I, I, just, I just assumed you would know, Charles. You, you often dress up in costume. I... Anti Bruce needs to find out. But, but Canadian Canadian comic book characters. Yeah, well, there's actually, only one. Yeah, Molson Man. He's a Mountie. Oh, well, yeah, Molson. <laughs> he's a Mountie. He does good deeds. Molson Man. <laughs> is he just drunk all the time? <laughs> That's his power. He's just he's just inebriated. Well, the Sparky the Wonder Moose, of yeah. course, is a he famous can, can uh, yes, Canadian yes, Sparky. comic book hero. He yeah. shoots the Aurora Borealis he, out of his eyeballs. He, he, <laughs> he, but he doesn't have superpowers. He's just rabid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the Canadians, they don't know any. But to them, you know, that, that's like ma- it's like magic. I mean, it's, a, it's a were-moose. <laughs> and his superpower is he's just really good at heckling the Leafs. Nice. Is that a Canadian joke? Toronto, Are they a team? Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. I, I thought his superpower, his superpower is not shooting the Aurora Borealis out of his eyeballs. <laughs> no, it's two. Oh, okay. two. It depends on the day of the week and how many Molsons he's had. Or Labats, to be fair. Does he, ha- is he like Cyclops? He's like Cyclops where he has to wear sunglasses all the time or else Aurora Borealis will be let loose. <laughs> and everyone will just sort of be like, oh, that's really pretty. That's... And then sort of go back to like what they're doing. It's as, not as, deadly. As most people know, like most of the... <laughs> It sounds like it would be. Most no, of the Marvel not. characters were stolen from real Canadian superheroes, yeah. so that's how they got yeah, the I idea see. for Cyclops in the first place. I see. Yeah, yeah he's been around so for like Canadian 300 years. So what superhero is Spider-Man stolen from? Oh, he's a porn star. <laughs> Mike Myers? Is there is there a Canadian porn industry, Charles? Uh, probably not. <laughs> okay. yeah, I mean, I would assume. Oh, it's in Toronto. <laughs> oh, so. oh, hey, you want, you want to fuck or something, eh? <laughs> Meh. Yeah, I can see how that wouldn't be very exciting. <laughs> Man, Red Wings are on me. <laughs> right. Well, the Red Wings. Well, never mind. Are we nailing it, Charles? Are we yeah, really I mean that's it? that's it. That's all that happens. <laughs> well, I had, to, I had to say it, but I'm pretty sure that Detroit is now part of Canada. Hey, Arthur Geese just walked by. Okay. Fuck him. Good story. Wow. I don't really mean to say that. <laughs> that's that's from the moose. All right. These are a couple questions we got in about uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, uh, which I believe yes. was discussed on the last podcast. Has anyone seen this this movie? I no. haven't actually seen it. I don't need to see it to know that the Giant Octopus wins. Please. Well, here's a couple of questions. First, Sam says, "Sup, TRL crew." Everybody says that. I heard you were talking about sharks versus octopuses, octopus eye. 
Uh, out the pussy. Oh. Out the pie. <laughs> on your last podcast. And I may have the perfect movie for you guys to watch over Netflix and since streaming. This debate may have started over this movie for all I know, but I thought it'd be worth sharing, blah, blah, blah. Watch Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus, and I guarantee this will be quoting lines for years to come. This epic movie won no awards because there literally is no honor high enough to give it. That sounds like a podcast. I implore you all to get in the, a Netflix party and watch it together to get the maximum effect. We you will not be that. disappointed. Do people why, do that? Why don't we just get you together know, and watch it ourselves? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess you can get into a Netflix party to watch Mystery Science Theater. Oh, that so would that, be fun. So that you're – it's like two levels like oh, back. Man, or actually like three levels because you've got the pe- people on the couch. You've got the, the Xbox Maybe. Live party. And then you've got the guys making the comments on the movie, and then you finally get Speaking the Speaking of which, coming up soon, I don't know if it's next week or the week after, but in Seattle, some of the Mystery Science Theater guys like are going to be Boring. screening Titanic at a theater and doing their thing in, oh, on stage the, while Titanic is playing. So yeah, just like live. in chairs watching the movie yes. on stage. Yeah. I would, I would absolutely go to that. I would totally go to that. The tickets are like 35 bucks a person, which isn't cheap, but, no, but it's, it's like a once at like, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. how often do you how do they How do they measure a person? Like, like, for example, you don't have a soul anymore. No, I was so, – I joined IGN. I mean, How you're made, well, you made from lava now. Yeah, do you, do you get a discount? Just, Can you say, like, look, I'm, I'm not a full person. I, I shouldn't be charged the full person they, price. They won't let me know. They have to invite me in. Yeah. Okay, that's how it works. You right. just show up at the door and arch your fingers. <laughs> yes. So still on the subject of sharks and octopi. Speaking a Transylvanian is, accent. I don't even know uh, what that means. Andrew Clare says uh, – so last podcast, you guys were discussing a shark fighting an octopus, then a shark versus an octopus versus a crocodile, then a shark versus an octopus versus a crocodile versus this Don Cherry I... versus the Trout Man. <laughs> this is this why I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> this got me thinking. I think this fight could be bigger, better, and more badass. How? Sharktopus versus Don Chacoctal. I think he means Chacoctal. What? That's John Don Cherry and a crocodile versus Trout Man. What what would win? First of all, what is Trout Man? I have no idea. Nobody knows what Trout Man is. is. I don't know. So I'm picking Trout Man because he has that mystery. Like I'm, no one knows. Like I'm, I'm picking Sharktopus. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think Don Cherry's got this. I like the idea. He's just gonna keep talking and making like really annoying comments until everything else dies. I like, oh, good. I just like the idea of the shark to push because it's like Ryan and I have settled our differences. Yeah, we can finally and agree to disagree. Yeah, exactly. Right. And what that, yeah, what, what does the sharktopus actually look like, though? Is it like a shark head with, like, octopus sure. on the Yeah, bottom? I like yeah. that. You, you have to use the uh, the benefits of both creatures. So no, you need just, the teeth. It's just an octopus <laughs> with a shark skin on its head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. What, a, what a waste of a combo. <laughs> Genetic fail right there. Please, please, please. Because that's the only thing the shark brings to the table. That's the worst thing. The dorsal fin. Yeah. And it's just really like weighed down, so it's always like on the ground. It's like, why do I have this yeah. dorsal fin? People are swimming and they see the shark fin coming. So please, please, somebody needs to send us in a picture of a shark to post. Yeah. Please, please. Drawn from, from pictures yeah, of the wild. If it's good enough, we'll put it on the podcast room wall. We need to decorate the podcast room here. Yeah. So uh, shark to post sounds good. Work. I love the octopus with the big fin. <laughs> I don't think there's, there's another. Well, or it could just be the octopus head with like a shark tail on it, which I don't even know what it would do at that point. It can't even like it doesn't bite even have anything. the tentacles. It's no, it's no tentacles. Just some more a shark just, just covered in suction cups. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> in order to catch its prey, I have to like swim up next to them and stick up to them, but it can't reach them with its mouth. What if, what it's a it? major hazard for shipping lanes because they just get sharked to pile all over the place. Oh my god. Oh. Yes, game creature designers, listen yeah. closely. This is how you design awesome creatures in your games. Yeah, combine it. It's animals. called brainstorming. I, see, I do think that, that the most effective one is right, that it's got the shark's head with the mouth and the teeth, and then the body, the back, is all the octopus, because then it can swim faster, because it's got the, the kind of jet propulsion that octopi have, where it's like... <laughs> it's like a jetpack underwater, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's like a jetpack underwater. Hmm. I think we've decided that it's just an octopus with a dorsal. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still got shark balls. Yes, and gills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does it have a shark brain or an octopus Actually, brain? octopuses have beaks, don't they? Yeah, they have a beak. Yeah. Mm. They do have the beak. So it could be a shark head that shoots octopus tentacles out of its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and shits ink. <laughs> okay, and that happens. But it's accidental. It's not <laughs> on purpose. That happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like that if, if an octopus were squirting. Oh, That's terrible. By the way, this brings up... Sharktopus just voted for Bob Bell. And it I think he just leveled up. Bob Ooh. Bell just leveled up a little bit. Nice. And it, uh, yeah, I think now that he actually uh, runs a city district. Wow. Uh, Mayor of uh, Sharktopopolis. So now, that, so, so now that we have this thing, Troutman, I, I guess it's a man and a trout, uh, Don Chocodile... What is that a mix between Don Cheadle <laughs> and a I crocodile? I keep thinking Don Cheadle, yeah. yeah. Don Cheadle. Cherry. Who's that? Do you, do you want to explain uh, that? Don Cherry is a, a famous announcer for Canadian Hockey Night, right? Oh, yeah, Hockey he, Night he, in Canada. He, we have to say famous in quotes, right? <laughs> I will say famous. I will maintain famous. He's a very well-known figure in Canada. So, so, it should again, be Don Cheadle, not that guy. I know, yeah. Let's go okay. Don Cheadle. Don Cherry Don, mixed, Don with, mixed with a Choco Dial? <laughs> <laughs> So, so wait, so he could, he could give people diabetes? I don't know. I don't know. Listeners, I want to remind you all that we're being paid right now. We're being paid for this. Okay, but I have a serious question. So, a sharktopus, we agree is a shark and an octopus. Uh, Don Chocodile would be Don Cheeto and a And a trout man... Which is a man and a trout. I don't know. A man. Okay. So, important question, Ryan Getty. Mary Boff Kill. Uh, <laughs> Don Chocodile or Trout Man? Mary Boff Kill. Uh, well, I gotta, what does Trout Man look like? I gotta kill the Chocodile. <laughs> the Chocodile is an abomination, clearly. Um, you know, Boff, but he's an Iron Boff, Man. Boff the Sharktopus because it's soft, probably, and squishy. The Don Chocodile. Now, does it have Don Cheadle's head and then just like a Don crocodile Cheadle. body? <laughs> so is it like swimming around in the water with Don Cheadle's head mm. on it? Just like snapping at people? Yeah, I think so. Like like, does, like seaman. Now here's do do, octo, do octopi lay eggs? Is that how they give birth? Uh, do they lay eggs? Know. Yeah, I'm I don't, assuming. I don't watch that kind of porn. Because then I I would imagine the you fuck uh, an octopus the same. <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> same place that you fuck a chicken. What? <laughs> what, kind of, what are you looking at on the internet? I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, what? I only know this from Larry Flint, uh, former head of Hustler, right? Uh, he, in an interview one time, he explained that you fuck a chicken in its egg sac. So I imagine you also <laughs> and fuck... you retained that information. You fuck an octopus in its egg sac. Okay. <laughs> just so you know, you're planning to boss it. Okay. I mean, that's All for right. your information, no, no, my no, man. Just full, stay yeah, away from the beak. Stay away from the beak. Yeah, don't yeah. suck it in its beak. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, but I thought 
you were going to kill the shark. No, no, you're going to kill the dime. I'm killing dime the shark. Shark to Chuck it out. And, and I will marry Troutman because yeah. it's, it's the least offensive of all of them, I think. Well, we don't got, even know. We don't even know what Troutman is. He's probably got a good job. But I mean, I've got, I mean, just based on the information that I have I would now. Imagine he can put dinner on the table, right? Sure. I imagine that's it's a, it's a, that's a, important to me. I imagine it's a fish man who's, who can fish. <laughs> that's what that's I'm man. <laughs> <laughs> just catches yeah, a lot of trout. Yeah, he's not a trout slash man at all. He's just really good at trout fishing. Wait, wait, but what if it, what if he's just a normal man except he's got giant trout eyes? <laughs> better than better than marrying a octopus. Octopus, sorry. It's not a octopus. Yeah, sorry, I'm an idiot. I'm the asshole. <laughs> It's not a chocodile, it's Don Chocodile. It's a very distinct thing. It's the king of the chocodiles. I think we should move on. Next next week, he's in his chocolate lair and just (laughs) advises. All right. Uh, Jared Price writes in uh, some other boring stuff, wants to curse a lot. But he does say, also, as far as tattoos go, I guess people were talking about tattoos at some point. There's this girl that lives next door to me who has two eyes tattooed on her back. One of eyes? Ba- one of eyes. Like, I've also... I know, but, like, that's, that's bizarre. What, well, here's the part. That would one on each back shoulder, clearly he likes her a lot because he says, let me let your mind wander for a bit about sexual positions and then think about the eyes. <sighs> I do think it would be weird to, like, be having sex with a girl... Well, I guess I don't. You don't want to say having sex with her and looking into her eyes, but yeah, that would be so but, weird. But, 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 if get, but if you think about it, right? But, eyes on the back of your shoulders are not like that's a big space yeah, in your eyes that'd too. Yeah, that'd be weird. So Looks like, like a hammerhead shark. Yeah, it's kind of chocodilish. Yeah, yeah it is. that would creep me out. It is. Uh, usually, I'm into Choc- a, it's chocodillion. Yeah, know, yeah, so. I would agree. I would agree. Usually, I'm in. I'm in. I, I'm a fan of that position, but I, I might have to be like, uh, no, let's just let's just do it. A missionary Plus, baby. What, what if she had one lazy eye on the back? Oh, she was cross-eyed. Just like, uh, <laughs> no, let's just, let's just do it missionary again. Missionary is fine. You'd have yeah. to request the eye fact, patches I'm, I'm for that situation. Uh, actually, I, oh, I got a headache. Oh, um, all of a sudden. Boy, actually, anyway, love you. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it depend on the... I flew away on my jump <laughs> Yeah, you got the... Doesn't it depend on the, on the story behind why she has the eyes? Because what if she, you go like, so baby, I was wondering, why do you have these creepy eyes on your back? And she's like, oh, it's because I want to have like the eyes of my dead grandmother always watching over me yeah. that would be a horrible thing to be thinking unless her grandmother was really hot but i mean yeah then what like your her grandmother is watching you while you do it yeah, yeah no. that's what i'm saying what you guys, don't, like, you guys and, and he doesn't say if they're male or female eyes i mean like you know what if these are the eyes of don Cheadle <laughs> staring back at you he does have captivating eyes. what are you doing with my woman that's uh, your don Cheadle. <laughs> yeah, that's i think that was from hotel rwanda <laughs> Uh, this one, somebody must have known that you were going to host, Damon, because it says, this is, uh, this is from Mitchell Lang. This is a bit late, but I've skimmed over Damon's article on Game Crush, the service allowing guys to make playdates with those strange creatures called women. Which still has not uh, resurfaced, by the way. Is the site still just yeah. de- dead or yeah. whatever? I'm still a bit astonished that someone would think, hey, guys are chauvinistic. Let's make a service where they can talk dirty and pwn to an act- to an accusal girl instead of another bro 
on MW2. Perhaps I am a little over ecstatic, and I know, I just got to not know how to speak. What is happening? <laughs> I, I will get the flames of the internet on my ass, but it seems to me that this is just another way for sex to sell. I think people will use it. I know I won't, and I know perhaps one or two guys will use it and not try to seduce <laughs> the hapless girl on the other line. I just wanted to get your opinions on it. Sorry for the long letter. Fan since podcast 113. I'm not sure what his what his issue is. Might be overthinking it a little <laughs> wait, bit. <laughs> wait, he signs a, a name and he says, "Don't try to pronounce it unless you know Norse." Oh. And the name is Fimbulslipnir. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was, that wasn't too human, right? I believe I thought that was the original name of Thor's hammer. I invoke the power yeah, of well, Fimbulslipnir. Whatever your issues are with Game Crush, I, I think they're null and void because that size. Is, I don't know if that size is coming back. Were they, were they perma killed? Yeah. <laughs> It, like we, they launched and then it was immediately crashed and I haven't heard anything about it since. Killtacular all over the place. Kilimanjaro is Kilimanjaro still in the beta? What? Okay. <clears throat> it's just if you kill a lot of people, you get a Kilimanjaro. Uh, I don't know. There's all new like uh, commendations and medals. So. But they still have like kill streaks and killtacular yes. and. Yes. Uh, like. Uh, what, what Charles was conveniently asking is, could you actually get a Kilimanjaro? And apparently, you do not know how to. I don't know. Okay. It's a lot of kills. It was a, it was a trick question. Jacob has a very important email. Jacob from Lost? I think so. It says, Wait, subject, dead. forgot Spoiler. my gamertag password. There is nobody in the email. Just he wants us to know he forgot his gamertag password. And no it is, do you know what Jacob's password yeah, wh- is? What's his, what's his name? Jacob? Jacob. Let me look him up here. Yes, it is sexromorph. <laughs> uh, but instead of an, of an E, it's a three. And instead of an O, it's a zero. Mm. Oh, okay. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> I would say just try the, the Shit, all the now standards. You, now you all know my email password. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, this one goes right up your alley, too. Uh, Sam B says, in response to you guys talking about the space fish in Mass Effect 2, I have a warning. Now, I don't know what happened to you guys, but my fish almost 100% of the time escaped the tank. In Mass Effect 2? Not only would they vanish into the bottom of the thing, but I regularly had them coming back up outside of the tank. One has- <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like a bug. <laughs> yeah. One has to assume that those fish were attempting to destroy the Normandy. <laughs> Needless to say, crew safety, I refuse to stand for this insubordination and starve those fish into submission. So the question, will you stand against space fish, or will you allow the real threat to our species to survive? So do the space fish exist out, like outside of the ship, too? Can they just sort of walk, or walk? Yeah, can they walk around in space? <laughs> oh, of course, space, because uh, fish don't need to breathe air. Well, they're space fish. Yeah, they're space They need to breathe <laughs> well, space. Well, they're well, space fish. Wait, 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 is, it, is it reasonable to think that space fish would have to breathe space? So they, well, they there's nothing space. there to breathe. <laughs> That's what they breathe. Oh, of course there is. There's space to breathe, Charles. I guess there's some dust particles. This sounds like a classic, like, just Bioware glitch that happened to oh, his, you're in no his game. Oh, you fun anymore. I'm oh, a cranky ass. It could be a space uh, glitch. Uh, and once you go back uh, to Seattle with your fake wife. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Uh, reinstall the drivers. Yeah. <clears throat> Bob says, question, that's his uh, subject, so you know there's going to be a question in there. Here's his query. Why do I need a computer to ask a question when I have a keyboard on my Xbox already? Or get Windows or get on Facebook. <laughs> Sincerely yours, Big Vigs 12. That's a really good question. I, I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> he, he what? With the what? 
And sometimes I like reading the emails that sound as if like they're um, they're James Bond Russian villains trying to write in. Or so, so question or, for you, or Mr. Soda Popinski. Yeah, Soda Popinski. <laughs> All right, we're almost done. David Brown, son of Dan Brown, uh, you know, who wrote uh, the terrible book, uh, The Vinci Code. Code, Mm -hmm. That book is a piece of shit. Angels and Demons, let's not forget. Oh, extra piece of shit, sure. Better than the movies, though. (laughs) Book's always better than the movies. (laughs) Yes. Hello, TRL. It seems almost inevitable that using Natal, we will see games with the ability to make tactical hand gestures to squad members in games like Rainbow Six. And Damon is currently doing hand gestures. (laughs) Uh, just like those secret op guys you see in the movies. But what are your thoughts on the possibility of a Microsoft light gun and other peripherals that work in conjunction with Natal? The tech of the camera sounds as if it as this this would allow for accurate light gun game. Could peripherals be the reason Microsoft seems unfazed by the no buttons criticism? Thanks. No, I think they're they're not going to do peripherals. I don't think that's. Their whole their whole push yeah, the whole is, thing is, is that there's no, no control. You're not I, gonna have I believe their stuff. tagline is "Your body is the peripheral." <laughs> yes, it's because yeah. the mass market loves <laughs> the, word the word peripheral. peripheral. Yeah, no, their, their tagline is "This skew does not have peripherals." <laughs> yes. Also DLC and many IPs. They do like to have 25 skews out there, though. <laughs> that is true. Many skews. The land of many skews. No, I don't think we're gonna see a like uh, like gun for mm-hmm. it all. You'll just do this with your hands. I'm making a gun like. Pointer motion with my yeah, hands. Yeah, it is weird though. Like I don't see how they're. I mean, the the Natal shooter integration is going to be a lot different than the Sony Move shooter integration, which is definitely holding a peripheral, aiming it like a but, like a weapon. But I would say you could conceivably hold a dildo using Natal and use that to point at stuff. Yeah. So they could in, in that way. I point be dildos like, at my games regardless. Now, just anyway, why not? I mean, if you got it, you might as well flaunt it. Am I right, David? <laughs> Papa said, flaunt it. <laughs> I almost feel like the move controller was some somebody saying. Isn't that what he said, Charles? Isn't that what he is said? Is that or is that not what Papa always said? I'm pretty sure that's what was said. All right. Well, then we're all on the same page. Then can you do it in your Papa's voice? No. <laughs> it, would, oh, oh, it sounds Charles, just like Charles. I want you to flaunt it. <laughs> With uh, the ATI Radeon card. That's where, that's where <laughs> Charles gets his <laughs> Papa on yet. Now, can you do it in John Chocodile's voice? <laughs> I don't think that's possible. It's just a low rumble, is all it is. I think, yeah, Don Chocodile is basically like Cthulhu, I would assume. <laughs> if, if you were to hear him, you would go insane. <laughs> all right, is that all of our emails, Hill? We are all emailed out, guys. All right, yeah. yeah. That was, uh, I think we've done enough damage. For today, so. <laughs> to wrap up this podcast, uh, thank you for uh, sitting in today, Charles, Hillary, Geddes. I'm your guest host, Damon Hatfield. Eric Brodvig should be back next week, I believe. Sure. Uh, but make sure you follow uh, IGNcom on Twitter. Uh, any, oh, and are, on Thursday, I'll be answering questions about the Halo Reach beta, 2 p.m. PST uh, on Twitter. If you got questions, put Halo IGN in a hashtag, and I'll answer your Halo beta questions. There you go. Thursday, 2 p.m. You said? Yep. Pacific time. Yep. There you go. Anything else, though? You actually have to be on the Pacific coast, though. Yeah. Yes, you do. So make your travel plans now. (laughs) Exactly. Get over here. If you're overseas in Hawaii, get back over to the mainland. (laughs) All right. This has been Through It Lights. We'll talk to you guys. Talk to you guys next week.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.